Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelien, the um, host of an in-person event in London, Ontario, monthly event. Uh, we had Glenn be our first guest and we'll slowly and surely keep growing with the goal of creating a community, a mastermind uh, of uh, action takers. And uh, actually, that's the topic for today's talk. And I'm here with Glenn, glennsutherland.com. Glenn has a conference coming up. I don't know when this episode will air. Glenn is now was doing a house flipping in the US, has a course and masterminds about that. And now he's focusing more on multifamily investing and syndications and we have uh darcy so glensutherland.com and then darcy darcy what white that's ca darcy has a blog where he talks about goes deeper into the conversations we have and the topics we we tackle every week so you can discover your thoughts and so today we will be discussing mastermind so i, I think i can start um so I, I made a distinction between being on the receiving end you know being part of a mastermind and organizing them um so then all right so we maybe define what a master what a mastermind is yeah i was gonna do it okay, so, okay. <laughs> a mastermind uh, defined by uh i think it's napoleon hale who first coined the word mastermind and the idea is you group people um it can be entrepreneurs, it can be people that have something in common and you group them together, they meet on a regular basis, they share challenges, wins, and and typically uh, I, I have a mastermind where I'm part of a mastermind where uh, I'm surrounded by like-minded entrepreneurs and the good thing is those people are not envious of your success, they support you in your success, they celebrate your wins. And also the other big advantage of being part of a mastermind is those people work on goals, achieving those goals. So they help you refine your goals, gain clarity, and also uh, establish the steps to reach those goals and can hold you accountable uh, along the way. And the last thing is when you're faced with challenges, having people in the group, you know, an entrepreneur is typically somebody who's very creative. Uh, artists are not the only one that have creativity. So do entrepreneurs. Many an entrepreneur is very, many an entrepreneur are very creative. And then you have creative people putting their brains together to find solutions for problems you may be encountering. And then through the power of the mastermind, the power of the group, you can find solutions to your problems. So there is a lot of value to gain out of masterminds and i'm i'm happy to pay for the mastermind I'm part of because i i gain so much out of it so that's a, being on the receiving end and then as an organizer of a mastermind um you surround yourself by by a community of doers and then you have many opportunities to collaborate and let's say you know you're the more experienced in the mastermind that you offer then you can leverage other people's sweat equity if that's something you want to do and um, and it forces you to grow also as you see others grow in your group and you can learn together. Uh, so I think that's uh, some of the benefits of having a, a mastermind. You, Glenn, you you can talk firsthand because you you have been doing them for quite a while now. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Ari, before we, um, if you don't mind, maybe it's too personal, but what do you pay for your mastermind? Because I think a lot of people um, get hung up about the the cost um, for doing a, a mastermind. What, what, do you mind sharing what what the oh yeah currently it's 10 grand a year yeah see it's not cheap stuff right uh, the commercial real estate mastermind that was 15 grand so yeah <laughs> yeah so, so the other thing about these masters okay. play it's basically the idea of paying to play and and you you know you make connections with people that have deals that you can invest in and you get that money back 
And we'll, I think we should do an episode about vetting sponsors, vetting deal sponsors. I think that would be helpful for people. Yeah. But anyway, a lot of time people get hung up on the cost and um, uh, Ari and I both spoke at someone else's mastermind. Um, and uh, I did ask that person who holds that mastermind, like, why is it so expensive? Right. Um, and and the, the reason the answer he gave me was he said, uh, if we made it cheap, the quality of the conversations would be cheap. And I was first I thought, wait, what does that what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And then he said, no, see, if you make it um you know, you'll have all these newbies and you'll be just, it just turn into a training course if it's too cheap, right? Yeah. If, and if it's expensive, you're going to have people who have already made it. People who they, they, you know, what they do for a living is real estate, right? They're going to be, you know, they've, they've already, they're successful at a certain level and that they can afford to spend this kind of money. Right. And so that, that that's where, where he came from. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, it does make a lot of sense. And um, with like, I do have a mastermind myself, but my mastermind is the opposite. It's really cheap. But the way I look at my mastermind is it was, it's a support tool for the course, right? Mine it's, and that's what, where I was saying, Ari, maybe we should define this because a mastermind is a really overly used term. Like it could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, I'd, and, I'd like to add uh, to the point you were making about the importance of the price. And I think, so you yeah. get the level of conversation, but also the level of commitment. And yes. uh, and I yes. know someone who has a mastermind and he kicks people out of his mastermind. First, he has an introduction call to make sure they are a good fit, that they fit into the culture of action takers. And if they don't take action within six months, they get uh, the feedback for the, the remaining the remainder of the year. And then they get kicked out because they, you know, they're not a good match. They're not taking action. Yeah, no, <laughs> even with mine, because mine is cheap. Um, the attendance. Some people, they just don't even show up. They they spend the money and you don't see them. I had, um, um, I have at least, I have a minimum three month commitment for mine. And I had people that would pay the amount of the money and they'd never show up to a single one. Wow. And they're just like, oh, it's cheap enough that, you know, I think it has some value, but then they just, oh, I can't make that time work or I want to go out for dinner that night or whatever it was. And they just didn't make it go, right? So the, the the cost does play into it, but I wanted mine to be cheap, honestly, because mine's a little different. I'm trying to support the course. The course is videos, so I want the, my mastermind to be an action-taking. It's an action-taking thing, but what do you call it then? If it's not a mastermind, it's an action-taking. So what I, what I want was, you know, like-minded people, a bunch of people that are trying to do projects. They want support from other people. Um, you could get business partners, contacts. Um, you know, people are open to sharing and people help each other to get to somewhere. Right. So that's what I thought of as the mastermind. And um, I wanted it to be an affordable cost that people would ideally, I wanted people to stick around. I want people to go, okay, I'm going to come in. I'm going to learn how to do some more deal analysis. And then I'm just going to leave. Right. I'm just going to get the, I, I didn't want it to be about the how to's and that it was about, you know, pushing us all forward. Right. And so I wanted to change the whole thing. Right. Um, yeah. I think there is, there is a dichotomy. There is, on the one hand, there is the how-to that's either free or available online at low cost. It's, it's available. You can find it, the how-to. And then there is the action. And more and more people will are looking for the community where it's other people that take action to model their actions and, and be motivated and get the accountability and be be pushed forward. Yeah. But I, I like to attend other people's masterminds as well. 
And if you're going, well, why do you do that, Glenn? Why do you, um, why do you spend the money? Or sometimes I don't spend the money. I just, they, they come, I get to be a guest speaker because that's nice when you don't have to spend the money on it. But uh, um, honestly, it's uh, being around other people that are the same sort of goals. Um, I get refired up. Um, I'll come home from one of those and I'll start an exercise regiment. I'll come back from these. I'll go call like 50 people. Um, I get refired up being around those people. And I know Darcy talked about this, I think a couple of weeks ago, and you're just like, real estate's a lonely business. If you're, you're doing this all yourself, you can get unmotivated over time, sitting in your office, doing the same thing. And it's just good to be, go to an event, be around people, get excited about it. Maybe get excited about a new spin on real estate, a different topic, maybe like, um, and then and, and just talking to people who already have experience in that topic and then trying to find out the the goods, the bads, the uglies, and making a more informed decision whether I do want to go to that, doing that sort of strategy or whatever it is that's piqued your interest. So I, I love I love going to them, right? Um, I'm, I'm heading down for a couple of them in, in October, right? So I'll be down in Florida. I'll be doing my own conference, which is kind of different. The conference is a little bit different, but it's networking, right? Yeah. What Sounds about you, Darcy? Um, I would say, you know, you guys are the masterminds of masterminds. I haven't uh, attended those. I've okay. gone to so conferences and seminars, which are more teaching-based. Um, I would say that informally amongst my friends and peers, we've created these things. My... I have a, a dude's book club that I started just before COVID, unfortunately, but it's, it's peers in business. And we read a lot of biographies that are inspiring. And, and out of that have come conversations that have built our businesses. We know, you know, there's, there's an alloy, there's honestly, it's my peers. So there's a emergency and acquisitions guy, there's a lawyer, there's one accountant, three presidents of uh, corporations, a financial wealth planning guy, um, a guy who's managing uh, large healthcare facilities and construction. I mean, these are my peeps. Yeah. So it's a pretty rich group. Um, and I think we give good value to each other, but you know, Glenn touched on and Ari touched on a lot of things. I would say that if you, if you couldn't find honesty at whatever price you're paying, you're spending your money poorly. Um, that may be my contribution to this. Honesty is hard to find amongst peers unless you have a relationship. Um, it's hard to find in pretty much in Canadian context because everyone is polite um, and aren't going to give it to you unvarnished. I would say, though, uh, telling the truth with kindness is a gift, both for the one that's giving it and for the one that's receiving it. Um, to clarify your thoughts and ideas or your opinions with another person without criticism, just to clarify your thoughts is also great value. And you won't get that for free. That only comes through the high price of relationship and a commitment to honesty and, and, and maintaining that relationship. In some case, you're paying for it with an expert. The person running this mastermind, that person has to be able to give honest feedback and criticism with kindness and compassion, you know, at any price. So whatever you're paying for it, if you're not getting those things, maybe you need to refocus and spend your money elsewhere. Yeah. Because I think that would have been the stuff that I would have looked for the, for the most. And I, you know, I received it informally through mentors that I approached and they were kind and, and um, uh, generous. But those are things, hallmarks that I would look for it. Uh, everyone else has pretty much touched on my thoughts on it. But um, I, where I was going to go, my last thought is 
you don't really want to be the smartest person in the room, even if you're the host. I was going to say that <laughs> you're in the wrong room. Yeah. But this is the perfect opportunity to invite people to network and, you know, share information. They have, you know, you know, you just give you an insight into the next level, right? Um, it, it, just having hosting a podcast where you do interview based, it's the perfect opportunity to pick people's brains that you may not have got the opportunity to pick. Um, and I, that's what I've also seen with a lot of these masterminds. I go down to Florida. I talk to people that, um, you know, I have a podcast. Sometimes I can get them on the podcast, but otherwise, how would you actually get in front of these people? How would you get some of their time? Um, and sometimes you get to the, the you know, one of these masterminds and you might just have a beer's worth of conversation <laughs> and then they move on to the next person. But um, sometimes that can be something that completely changes your mind or your, your life. You're just a thought, an idea and, you know, yeah, yeah. It's um, so if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's a, um, a quote. And uh, Rich Litvin has a podcast and it's part of the introduction of his podcast. He says that every time. And that's another idea he has that, you know, sometimes in his coaching sessions, some of, some of them last for three, four minutes. That's the length of the whole episode, the podcast episode, because they found the insight. They had, they had that insight they needed to move forward, move past the blockage they were facing. And uh, yeah, exactly. That's and confidence, man. That's let's confidence. say that, guys, because um, uh, yeah, he drops the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's so let's, good. Let's let's not forget we have our own mastermind. You know, every month we we sit together. We don't record an episode. We go through our goals. Uh, for the month and uh, I think that's also a mastermind and we talk about the goals and goal setting uh, how how to achieve them we we ask each other what do you think I should do to achieve that goal so that's 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 a mastermind as well we talk about growth too like where we're going there's a lot of things right um yeah that's where this whole thing started right yeah yeah I would say I would correct Glenn on one thing when you get there for free you flew down there, you paid for a ticket, you took three days off your business, you sacrificed family time, paid for hotels and beers and meals. That's it's not free. Not, so <laughs> well, wait, So sometimes that is the case. Like when I'm, I'm flying, I'm paying for my own flight um, to go to Florida in two weeks. Um, yeah. And But I, my hotel is covered. My food nice. is all covered. Uh, when I go down, some of the, some of them I've went down and they've covered everything, the flight, That's everything. That's um, nice. So it, it, it varies. Yeah. but yeah. you know it is there's a cost to your time and you know take pulling yourself away from your business but it's also a good exercise yeah. to pull yourself away from your business yeah no yeah. my point is you're investing in your business you know you're a guest and you got a lot to share but you're still investing in your business in your performance yeah. and these yeah. are times where you work on your business not in the business yep, yep. agree expand your horizon to to then come back with new ideas fresh fresh view in the business mm -hmm. cool Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, uh, Glenn and Darcy, for your insights. And we look forward to seeing you all next time. All right. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone.